Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning. All right. Happy Friday. Yeah. We're, uh, those of you who follow us on Facebook, we got here safely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in uh, Ocala. We're in Ocala, and last night our drive-in was ridiculously interesting. I always tell Michelle, this is a wet rain. <laughs> so she says they're all wet, dear. I mean, it was it was uh, especially wet yeah. because, uh, I mean, I, even with the windshield wipers going full-on blast, it was still, you really couldn't see very well. And yeah. there was lightning all around. I mean, it was kind of exciting. I, I In a way, I was wishing... Was it exciting could, in the passenger seat? It, it, well, I, <laughs> it wasn't for you in the driver's <laughs> seat. In a way, I wish that we could have pulled over uh-huh. and just experienced the storm oh, yeah. for, for a little bit. Every mm-hmm. time we went um, underneath the bridge and it was like, no rain. And yeah. then I thought, oh, we should stop in a place like that yeah. and then just enjoy the storm for a few Instead, minutes, we experienced it about Thirty miles an hour with semis, semis on each side. So, oh yeah. my gosh, it is amazing to me how do do people in pickup trucks or whatever? I mean, do they see better than us when they're <laughs> in there? Because they're whipping past yeah. at regular speed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, are you freaking nuts, or are you like the cause of the next accident? Yeah, those are the ones you know. expect to see in the ditch about two miles <laughs> up. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, so, welcome everyone. Yeah. So, if you'll chime in and let us know what state you're listening from, we'd like to know who's here, and uh, we got a couple of announcements that we're excited about. You want to share the first one? Well, um, first, we launched or uh, put it out there into the um, Worldwide, web, worldwide interweb, um, our roadmap. And so we did a couple of things on um, social media. And so there was a, a link for uh, the buy here, pay here, um, learn our story and become part of the journey. If, um, if you didn't see that mm-hmm. or want to look at the link, we actually changed the homepage for the nation. So bhphnation.com. Um, you can take a look at our roadmap and it's pretty darn exciting. Um, We've got some, just some fantastic things coming up. And um, one of the things coming up Mm -hmm. is if you look at that is something that we are calling BHPH nation TV. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something we've not had in Buy Here, Pay, and we're excited about it. So yeah. we've already uh, talked about the event at uh, Tommy Brandis's dealership on October 19th, the Wednesday. We're going to do White Hat Wednesday from mm-hmm. there. So we'll start it off with the morning show, and then we'll be do, doing live broadcasts all day long. We've got a agenda coming together nicely, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a fun day. So keep that day available because it's uh, the, the majority of the day um, we will be doing live broadcasts on BHPH Nation TV. Yeah. And this is uh, like a really soft... Um, a soft launch, a pilot. Um, a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, will will be getting uh, we'll 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 be launching something a lot stronger mm-hmm. um, throughout the course of the next you know five or six or whatever months. Right. Um, but this is something that we uh, we want to be able to put on the BHPH Nation mm-hmm. um, that 
will allow dealers all over to be able to tap into things that are going on live, mm -hmm. um, different training events, different whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, the opportunity of putting podcasts on it and, and a lot of other really cool things. So this is just a soft launch and we will, we will have a full on launch and we'll have more information mm -hmm. coming about what EHPH Nation TV is going to look like. Right. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So we've got a uh, whole good morning, bunch of Bill Elizondo. <laughs> uh, yeah, Emily is in the in the curtains and she's yes. in the, the yes. wings waiting to join us. We've Keith got, from um, uh, Ozark, Kentucky, Alabama, a couple of Facebook New users. Jersey in the house. Nice. And nice. Welcome, Leslie. Welcome. We're glad to have you here. Um, let me. Uh, I'm good bill and facebook user and then that's exciting thank you facebook user yeah it for sure exciting yeah no really, it's going to be it's going to yeah. be really informative we got really a power packed uh, lineup for that day on uh, the 19th so yeah, yeah please join us there and one other quick thing i want to throw a mention in in the last couple of weeks we've successfully uh started to uh load uh kind of behind the scenes and beta testing and our coaching platform the ability to connect coaches with students and so it's like mentors or mentees and, and, and the mentors i mean this is this is uh um dealers that have been around for a little while people mm -hmm. that really understand the stuff that mm -hmm. that helps you be successful in a, and in a dealership um in your business and you know we'll be we'll be adding uh like a little resume so you know what exactly it is that that are their strong points and then you can tap into and i mention it now to say <laughs> if you're somebody who has you know information that's of value and is needed in the marketplace reach out to us if you're interested in providing mentorship free or on a fee basis then mm -hmm. uh, you just reach out and let's talk about it and we'll explain to you how it's working and uh, yeah. you can and kind of work with us through the beta program but uh, it looks like it's going to be quite easy to put in place and we're excited oh, yeah. to get it up We've and going. We've already had a few different people reach out to us about hey we would like to um, to be a part of this. So, yeah so we're going to try yeah. to bring you the best coaches from all over so yeah and you know and those of you who are active on social media you see some of these people mm -hmm. too um and they're the ones that they're very very knowledgeable and and usually when they weigh in on something it's like oh that's really good information yeah speaking of knowledgeable we should maybe bring in emily oh what <laughs> <laughs> so drum roll yeah, happy to have emily del tufo <laughs> from pioneer me join us this morning emily morning, welcome everybody. Good morning. <laughs> so we uh, we were happy to have a chance to uh, bring Emily in to talk about the study that they they did at Pay Near Me. They basically commissioned this study. Is that uh -huh. right, Emily? That's correct. Yeah, we conducted an online survey in April of last year of about 2,600 adults across age, geography, income, uh, and uh, mobile device. Uh, we asked them about 32 questions uh, just to get a, an idea of how they want to pay their bills, why they're paying late, and what that newest generation really expects from bill pay. Okay, so this is this is just like, um, yeah, this is really super good information for anybody mm -hmm. out there that needs to collect <laughs> anything yeah um, and, and so. i found it fascinating emily I was, I was able to see a couple of your wisdom wednesday broadcasts mm -hmm. um you know in the in the boardroom group i think is where i picked those up but you um you guys talked about a couple of things and I, i'm really looking forward to getting to the part about the younger age group but maybe sure. you can just kind of share at a higher level what some of the takeaways were from from that um you know from the, the questionnaire or the surveys sure yeah so i think 
what we were most curious about and why we conducted the survey to begin with. Um, you know, there are already a lot of reports out there around consumer debt. So we kind of aimed to take a different approach around what those behaviors were. Um, now dealers on the line kind of question for you, why are your customers paying you late, right? You, you might have an idea, but our stat on this kind of might surprise you. Um, and I think we'll, we'll kind of get into what those stats are, right, in just a minute. Um, but also when focusing on how those younger payers want to pay for a minute, they're the most likely generation to be paying their bills late. So to kind of meet them where they are would be really valuable as they're more prominent in the industry. Absolutely. I love that. Meet them where they are. Like we want to break that uh -huh. down a little bit and make sure folks understand what we mean by that, because I'm seeing that it is a shifting world and we see it not just in our buy here, payer space, but obviously all of us as consumers in our travels, you know, we're seeing really cool interfaces out there on the te technology side where it's making it easy to pay, easy to connect to all the stuff. But, you know, I don't know if you heard Emily, uh, probably two or three weeks ago, we did an episode kind of around this idea of convenience fees and just it was kind of along the line of why do we make it difficult for our consumers yeah, to I mean, pay that, that was the overall arching right. theme not just about convenience sure. but it's just like why are we not making it so stinking easy for our customers to pay us oh exactly know, yeah whatever barriers yeah, this is a deep subprime customer who struggles as it is you know money's tight and and uh, you know gas prices high groceries high whatever it's like it's it's a difficult time for consumers across the country and, and especially this deep subprime customer that we're serving. So it just makes sense to make it as easy as possible for them to pay 24 hours a day, whatever, <laughs> yep. whatever time of day, whatever, you know, method is easiest for them. I think we want to make it easy for them to get the money to us. Right. Yeah. And Jim, Michelle, I, I have a question for you. Um, oh. What do you think is the top reason that people are paying late? Uh, cause wow. they forget. Yeah. I think you, it's you'd be, uh, you'd be right about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have Michelle here. That's what Michelle does. She brings the answer. Well, you must have been looking at our research. No, I will. I, 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 well, it like it, when the first, the first thing that I thought of was, um, forget. And the second thing was, is they don't have the money to pay it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, those, those are, um, those would be the two reasons why I think that they would. And, and it, I don't think personally, I mm -hmm. wouldn't think that the buyer payer customer has uh, the intent to not pay. Right. Um, so like why, why well, they, we, there's yeah. a small percentage that have that the, intent. Those are the troublemakers and we yeah, hope that we, we call can them weed those out right. through. Uh, through yeah. That is always the exception. So we, we don't want to build our processes around that exception. Right. So, so we, you know, we build a process around the, the rule, the most common scenario, and that is that customers intend to pay. They, yeah. you know, they obviously want to keep their car. So. On, on that question, um, what were the, I mean, obviously it was, uh, which, are, did, could people just free form and say this is why, or did they have like a list of things that they could choose from? Um, that's a good question. I think that they were given a couple of different options, but, you know, we have records on the top uh, seven. And what were the top seven? Sure. Uh, I simply forgot, as you mentioned, so that was 37%. And mm -hmm. I lost or overlooked my bill in the mail, 34%. Um, I became frustrated with the complicated online bill payment process and didn't complete the payment. And that was 19%. Mm -hmm. um, all my bills have different due dates and kind of around that, that theme of disorganization. That was 24%. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
that 23% comes in with a, I just simply didn't have enough money in my account. Um, and then lastly, it was just around COVID. So that was just 7%. So not hmm. even a prominent uh, and factor that, that here. COVID answer could be like tied to, I didn't have money. I didn't, you know, I, cause I wasn't working or all of exactly. that. Kind of what was that percentage Emily on the, um, I didn't have the money. Um, it was 23%. Okay. So that's interesting too. You know, somebody does what I've done for a long time. It's like to watch that and say, sometimes it's so said another way, 77% of the customers have the money. <laughs> Maybe. Right? Exactly. So, you know, it's like uh-huh. you, you, so we got to figure out how to make it easy for them to get it to us. Yeah. You well, and, and you know, if, if they don't have the money too, that we're, we're uh, that could also be the, that they're getting put into a bill that they really can't afford. As right. Well. That's true. But, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's another piece of it. So what were some of the other takeaways that you encountered in the study? Sure. Kind of taking those stats a step further. Um, I want to note that 52% say that remembering their logins or password account numbers kind of makes bill pay challenging. Yeah. So there were just constant themes and undertones around disorganization and just needing more of a, an easy access point to mm-hmm. pay their bills. And it's, um, that makes sense because um, these uh, that our customers uh, typically are not really savvy about um, being organized, money management, all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And so that really makes a lot of sense to right. me that it's that it, when you look at that, that it's a lot of this is about just uh, managing their day, managing their right. um, their logins. I don't know about you guys, but I. Uh, if I haven't been, lo- if I haven't logged into something for a while, um, I usually have to reset the password. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so yes. I'm, I'm guilty of that. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm surprised that number is as low as 52%, but you know, it's obviously representative of, you know, consumers in general. And, uh, you know, I just say they're busy people, just like all of us, they're, yeah. they're on the go. And, and then on top of that money's tighter for most of them than, you know, it might be for you and me, yeah. but it's like, it's just a, a scenario where we, we just feel like there's got to be ways to, to create that. And we know, obviously a company like Painter Me, you guys have a lot of options. And I, I can stop to explain what I know about Painter Me. I first was introduced to Painter Me back when I was a dealer. And I remember that back then they had a cool solution where consumers could walk into any, you know, I could sign up as a dealer, be part of the network. It cost me nothing back then. I don't know how it works now, but basically the, then the consumer could go to 7-Eleven, Dollar General, Walgreens, Walgreens yeah, some of the mm-hmm. uh, pharmacy stores or, you know, those kind of stores and um, drug stores and then be able to make that payment there, pay, pay a small convenience fee. And it would it would come to me as the dealer, you know, creditor. And I just thought it was really slick. Now, since then, you guys have become a, you know, a, a mammoth company that also does payment processing, right? Are there other services that I'm leaving out? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, now 13 years in, we were always known for cash first, um, paying 40,000 plus locations, but we offer all electronic payment types today. Um, Apple Pay, Google Pay, PayPal, Venmo. Um, we're just seeing a lot of adoption in those areas and, and the customer and our customers really like that for, for their customers. I don't know about you, but I really like being able to just pay something um, really quickly on my phone through Apple Pay or right. through you know the, my Venmo account or whatever. Yeah. So can it's you- It's almost too me- easy. Especially for retail shopping. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. Um, so, Emily, if you don't know this answer, maybe you can answer this um, in the thread after uh, the broadcast. But 
Um, it would be interesting to know what percentage across uh, pay near me's entire platform, if we could learn what percentage of the customers still pay in cash, like across your platform. Sure. Right? Yeah. I know that uh, we have that information readily available, but I don't know off the top of my head. I would love if, yeah, if there are any pay near me listeners in the chat want to chime in here. That'd be great. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. We saw Leslie Hastings in there. Good morning, Leslie yeah, Hastings. So, yeah. so yeah, that's, um, that's great. I think if we can get that in the thread, that would be interesting for, for everybody, including me, because we see it kind of vary. We see some dealers say, you know, we, we quit doing cash years ago. Uh, we you know, basically require our customers to do ACH or whatever. We hear some dealers say, I still get 40% cash. You know, it's like, obviously yeah. it's business practices, you know, kind of what they offer and how they make it available. And it may have a little bit to do with the profile of the consumer they're serving. But, but yeah, I'd be interested to know across the entire platform how that looks because we obviously still need to accommodate that. But uh, yeah, certainly making it easy for them to pay electronically is, is preferred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. What else? Okay, so let's talk about that younger age group, because yeah, that to me is kind of, you know, as, as we kind of watch and observe some of the uh, patterns with the younger group, and you're a very young person, you're probably not in that group that they studied, but, the, uh, the, but it's interesting to see what we see with our own children and the young people that are in our lives, how their, their kind of their outlook on life is a little bit different. So what did your study reveal about that? It was 18 to 29, right? Yeah, so we kind of chopped up, right, that Gen Z and millennial um, to kind of get a, a bigger picture of what they're specifically going through, because the youngest Gen Zs are still in school. Um, so it just was more relevant for our purposes to mm-hmm. kind of create our own little mini segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we had found is while they're, you know, the most prominent generation coming up in the space, they still seem to have the lowest credit scores. Um, they're the most disorganized, um, but they still want to maintain that control around their payment behaviors. Um, and they really love those mobile first options, right? I mean, they were pretty much born with a phone in their hand, um, at this point. So when you see that they want to stay, keep in control, does that mean that they don't like to do the auto pays? So they, they do like auto pay if they can kind of keep that control factor. So, uh, it's kind of twofold. How, how are your auto pays set up? Uh, is it easy for them to adopt to, um, can, can they control kind of, you know, the, the amount of auto pays per month? Um, if it's, uh, you know, a black and white answer, then they'll tend to kind of shy away from it. Okay. Hmm. Okay. okay. So Leah, let's, let's kind of dive into their behaviors and their patterns. If you, yeah. About what, what it is that, 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 um, motivates them, gets them to pay why all that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, another theme just similar across all generations is that uh, disorganization. Mm-hmm. Um, 53% are struggling to keep track of their due dates. 32% mm-hmm. uh, keeping track of the amounts owed. Um, kind of navigating yeah. biller, biller websites is still strong at 32%. So that's, you know, how dealers, how are your, your customers interacting with your sites today? Are you making it easy for them to pay? Um and then just that 8% is a straggler of a lack of payment confirmation. Hmm. Lack of payment confirmation. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. That's, you know, even just as a consumer myself, it's like I do appreciate the, the footprint, you know, having um, I'm the guy who keeps a, a receipt at the gas pump. Like I just want to know, you know, uh-huh. if there's a glitch. You know, can I see, you know, like, the, the we did footprint. not spend a thousand dollars on gas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's uh, it's so I can, I get that part of it. I think, you know, what I'm hearing though, is that your study generally just 
confirms that you know consumers appreciate and i don't did you speak specifically to reminders about how they feel about reminders they no, and I would love to touch on that. Um, yep. One opportunity across the board would be for payment reminders. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> 45% of the survey respondents prefer to receive a text or email um, and 38% want to receive a direct payment link kind of to walk them through and guide them through that process. Do you mind giving those numbers again? I want to make sure our listeners hear those. Yeah. Sure. 45% of survey respondents prefer to receive either a text or email payment reminder every month. Prefer to get a reminder. We sometimes behave like we, in, as dealers yeah. and creditors, we sort of act like we don't want to be a nuisance sometimes. And, and we don't want to be a nuisance, but you just heard that consumers prefer to get a reminder. So go ahead. What was the other one? And 38% want to receive a direct payment link via that same channel. So. Right. Not only do they want to be reminded, they want to be able to pay right there on the spot. Right. So did you did you um, break out how many prefer text over email by chance? I I don't believe we have that breakdown. Um, but well, we most yeah. people, if on their phone, it's either through a text or most people read their email on their phone anyway. So right, and I would assume text would be higher because uh, you know if you're on your phone you're you have that readily available so having that that link come through and click pay right then and there yeah easy peasy yeah i think that's uh that makes a lot of sense i think if i were guessing this is not based on any scientific study if i were guessing (laughs) about that younger age group they would prefer the text if i'm the dealer creditor I'm aware that cell numbers change a lot. So I might like the customer to opt in for both email and text because, you know, the, the, even though the, the phone numbers change from time to time, people jump carriers or whatever and don't take the number with them. But the, the, the email in, in my experience follows them pretty oh well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When we have ones that come across that are AOL. Yeah. Or- yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You're still using that? Yeah. yeah. Dedication. <laughs> that's right. Commitment. Yeah. Or they just don't like change. Like change. They just yeah. don't like change. <laughs> no, that's true. I think, uh, so yeah, I think that's important to, to really contemplate because, you know, our, our dealers out there need to, you know, be aware that there are, um, there are changes in behavior. Uh-huh. It's a changing world. Obviously we've got digital, um, you know, shifting taking place. And I think what your data confirms there is that the consumer, especially the younger consumer, is is more interested in having these having flexibility and control and and certainly some technological Absolutely. advantages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm also kind of seeing that uh, you know, sending out uh whoever it is that's opted in for text or or email on their due date, send mm-hmm. everybody out a thing that says, Hey, it's mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. No, if, if you got to, if it, yeah, yeah, here's the link. So I, I'd be interested. We have uh, just of our listeners here. If we can get a survey of people that are um, tuned in, uh, that are dealers out there collecting, I'd be interested to hear, do you currently send a reminder. day of payment text? Um, tell us, does it, do you send a reminder and does that reminder include a payment link? So just maybe chime in those of you that are in, let's, let's hear from our audience and see who's doing what out there. And then this would be obviously something, Michelle, we want to work into our own surveys because this is kind of where it starts to separate the thing about, um, you know, really making it easy, you know, for the customer to be successful. 
and and that's a big um, kind of rally cry, if you will, for for us, Emily, is that Michelle and I are very focused on trying to create a scenario where the customer can be successful. And my definition of success is the customer paid all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the ultimate success beyond that would be they, they went away happy, gave us great reviews and, or they bought another car is really the best scenario, right? They, (laughs) they find it again. So, so I just don't always try to care, be careful when I say success, it's not just today's payment. It's, it's getting all the payments, you know, even if they don't all come on time, get all the payments in and get the customer all the way to the end of the contract. Yeah. So on your study, any other parts of that? Did we miss any uh, takeaways? Um, I would like to point out. So, you know, once you're sending that reminder, if you are today, you know, wh- how can they pay once they, once they've received it? it can, do you offer PayPal and Venmo? Um, I want to call out that, you know, one of our clients had just kind of talked about his adoption to Apple Pay and Google Pay once it was available and it was surprising. So you might not know how your customers want to pay, but you have to kind of offer them those, those options so that, you know, they're thinking about you every month and it's super quick and easy to, to hit that submit button. Um, and you're, you're just always top of mind with them. Um, but I think other than that, we really touched on everything. Okay. So, and again, we're not here to really promote any uh, products, but I do want to hear about Painter Me and kind of, I, I re- realize um, DMS integration would be a factor here and you guys are probably integrated with most of the major players, but I'm just curious to know, do, do I gather that Painter Me has a payment link feature? In a text or email? We do. We offer a smart link. Um, it is no login required. Uh, we send that link out from text or email. The user can click right on there and be taken directly to their payment feed and pay however they would like to. I seem to remember seeing that now at the conference. So just to be clear, even if my if I'm not on an integrated DMS, but I did have a pay near me solution, I could collect those funds via this payment link. And then it would just be a question of how I route it and get it um, documented in my DMS, right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. We do manual uploads for anyone that's not an integrated partner. Right. And I, I just happen to know that um, from our past conversations with, with um, Painter Me, and I've known the company for a long time, I know that, you know, not every dealer necessarily is going to be a candidate. They, they are, just for our listeners to be aware, they, they are looking typically for a certain volume of transactions. And uh, so you can reach out to Emily. Uh, you want to share your email address, Emily, so I don't forget? Sure. It's emily.deltufo, which uh, I'm not sure if you can see my name spelt here, but D-E-L-T-U-F-O at paynearme.com. Excellent. And we'll, we'll add that to the, um, the link once the recorded broadcast goes out. Right. So you can reach out and have a conversation with Emily. If you, if you're needing a good payment uh, processing solution, especially if you need something that, you know, has these features that we're referring to ability to collect that way and so on. So we'll make sure that know how to find Emily. At the least um, do your research dealers. See if you could, you know, see if there are options out there that that whole theme of, why do we make it hard for our customers to pay? And this is this is a really slick way of being able to make it easy. And yeah. you know, it's just a couple of uh, b- uh, taps on their uh, on their um, mm-hmm. uh, cell phone or whatever, and and you know, they can 
they could, it, le- it looks like Leslie po- posted in 20% typically pay for cash. So she must have been researching that while we were talking. Thanks, Leslie. <laughs> so, so the question for the dealers, how many of you dealers are willing to forego um, 20% of oh, your sorry, customer Sorry, she base? said 40%. Okay, Leslie, we, we correct. Sorry, 40%. 40% pay cash. Okay, wow. Okay. Uh, at least from from what it is that, that they collect. And I, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted. No, no, it's just, I think now it's even bigger. I was just basically saying, even at 20%, you're saying you don't want to forego that business, which means you want to make it convenient for the customer to pay. Mm-hmm. Going back to what we said, meet them where they are. If that's what they, how they yeah. prefer to do business. And we do have a, a good percentage of the customers yeah. that we deal with the who prefer. It's not yeah. that they can't get a bank account or whatever. They prefer to deal in cash. Yeah. And uh, and for some, that's money management 101. Yeah. They operate from yeah. cash and envelope, right? Yeah. And I've I've seen too, you know, different options dealers as we've as I've seen these kind of uh, subjects come up on mm-hmm. some of the Facebook feeds is like the kiosk within a dealership sure. and and different options like that as well. Right. Of of the people that uh, want to pay cash. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I like the option of, Hey, I'm out running errands. I'm not going to be by the dealership, but I will be by a Walgreens. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I can go in and do that. There. Yeah. So Emily, we probably can start to wind it down there unless you had anything else to share from that study. I appreciate you bringing this information. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This is really great. You're welcome. Yeah. You, you're welcome. you guys are clearly in this kind of thing. You're, you're kind of doing the same thing we're doing. Anything, any kind of information we can get out there that helps dealers Educate do better and make it better experience for the yep. consumer, mm-hmm. then, then we're all about that. And so we appreciate you bringing that information to help Absolutely. do exactly that. All right. Well, Hey everybody. Um, uh, before we, before we sign off, I just wanted to remind y'all, we had Brett Buick on the show last oh, yeah. Wednesday and he starts his, today. his challenge today. And, um, I think he said it was like at noon or one o'clock or something like that. Um, and he's actually said good morning to, uh, to all of us on, um, podcast land. Mm-hmm. And, um, so if you have, have not, um, taking the chance to go ahead and donate to the cause. You can go to GoFundMe and just type in Brett Buick and um, B-U-I-K-E and um, it'll pop up the... the yeah, uh, we can share the link. In the- yeah, we'll share the link as well. So yeah, if you haven't already, um, every penny helps and this is to help people uh, with addiction and... Um, it's drug addiction, especially those, uh-huh. uh, you know, there's been lives yeah. lost to and- drug addiction and also... Uh, uh, veteran suicide. Yeah. And so basically what Brett will be doing is running four miles every four hours for the next two days Yeah, for the next two days. And so, um, you know, that's, that's pretty committed. So if, if you haven't, if you haven't already, um, donated, please get in there and do that. I know we have, and, um, we just really encourage every, even if it's just a little bit. And I'll to say that Brett also asked for those, if you're not going to uh, if you're not in a position to help uh, financially or whatever, he would also appreciate if you have a loved one or have someone that's been lost, you can send the information mm-hmm. and he will use that as inspiration. Yep. Um, and you know, we, we, uh, this addiction has, um, has been something that we have had family members deal with True. too. So, um, you know, it's, it, that it is something that, that is very close to our heart and that's you know, Jim a little bit emotional about yeah, it. Um, it happens. yeah, but, uh, so yeah, please do. Cause it's, it's a really, really great cause. Um, I don't think that we have anything else, um, to uh, Monday, actually, uh, we will be f- wrapping up our, um, 
Isn't it a wrap up? It's the fifth Monday. Yeah. Monday, we wrap up our management Monday management on Monday. Seize the Day. And um, yeah, join and, us for that. We're going to talk about yep. accountability, among other things. Accountability, among other things. And then actually that a whole series that we did on Management Monday, we will be chopping that up into some different pieces and putting it on the Institute, the Buy Here, Pay Your Institute. So as a Seize the Day type of module for people to be able to get access to if they want to be able to, to listen in in bite-sized pieces. So be watching for that. It, it might take a little bit of time, but it will be going. Um, it will be going there. Yep. Thanks again for everyone tuning in. And to, again, to Emily Del Tufo, we'll uh, share her contact information in the thread. All right. Have your guys, uh, have a great Friday. We're so, we're so glad that you're tuning in and we will see you on Monday.